Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 29. These are the terms of the covenant the Lord commanded Moses to make with the Israelites in Moab, in addition to the covenant he had made with them at Horeb. Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, Your eyes have seen all that the Lord did in Egypt to Pharaoh, to all his officials, and to all of his land. With your own eyes you saw those great trials, those signs, and great wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you a mind that understands, or eyes that see, or ears that hear. Yet the Lord says, During the forty years that I led you through the wilderness, your clothes did not wear out, nor did the sandals on your feet. You ate no bread and drank no wine or other fermented drink. I did this so that you might know that I am the Lord your God. When you reach this place, Sion, the king of Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, came out to fight against us, but we defeated them. We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Carefully follow the terms of this covenant so that you may prosper in everything you do. All of you are standing today in the presence of the Lord your God, your leaders and chief men, your elders and officials, and all the other men of Israel, together with your wives, your children, and the foreigners living in your camps, who chop your wood and carry your water. You're standing here in order to enter into a covenant with the Lord your God, a covenant the Lord is making with you this day and sealing with an oath, to confirm you this day as his people that he may be with you as your God, as he promised you, and as he swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am making this covenant with its oath, not only with you who are standing here with us today in the presence of the Lord our God, but also with those who are not here today. You yourselves know how we lived in Egypt, how we passed through the countries on the way here. You saw among them their detestable images and idols of wood and stone, of silver and gold. Make sure there is no man or woman, clan or tribe among you today, whose heart turns away from the Lord our God to go and worship the gods of those nations. Make sure there is no root among you that produces such bitter poison. When such a person hears the words of this oath, and they invoke a blessing on themselves, thinking, I will be safe, even though I persist in going my own way. They will bring disaster on the watered land as well as on the dry. The Lord will never be willing to forgive them. His wrath and zeal will burn against them. All the curses written in this book will fall on them, and the Lord will blot out their names from under heaven. The Lord will single them out from all the tribes of Israel for disaster, according to all the curses in the covenant written in this book of the law. Your children who follow you in later generations and foreigners who come from distant lands will see the calamities that have fallen on the land and the diseases with which the Lord has afflicted it. The whole land will be a burning waste of salt and sulfur, nothing planted, nothing sprouting, no vegetation growing on it. It will be like the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, Adma and Zeboim, which the Lord overthrew in fierce anger. All the nations will ask, Why has the Lord done this to this land? 
Why this fierce burning anger? And the answer will be, it is because this people abandoned the covenant of the Lord their God, the God of their ancestors, the covenant he made with them when he brought them out of Egypt. They went off and worshipped other gods and bowed down to them, gods they didn't know, gods he had not given them. Therefore, the Lord's anger burned against this land, so that he brought all the curses written in this book. In furious anger and in great wrath, the Lord uprooted them from their land and thrust them into another land as it is now. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and our children forever, so that we may follow all the words of this law. In the second verse we read, Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, Your eyes have seen all that the Lord did in Egypt to Pharaoh and to all of his officials and all of his land. With your own eyes you saw those great trials, those signs and great wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you a mind to understand or eyes that see or ears that hear. Now let me just stop there for a second. He just said, your eyes have seen all that the Lord did in Egypt. He said, your eyes have seen the great trials, the signs, the great wonders. So their eyes were seeing. And yet the Lord says that he had not given them a mind that understands or eyes that see or ears that hear. So naturally, they could see and they could hear. And naturally, their minds functioned. They were able to understand certain things. But the magnitude of what's happened The fact that the unseen living God had come in and uh, intervened in the affairs of mankind to the point that he took two and a half to three million people out of another nation and made a separate nation, a wandering uh, group of two and a half to three million people for 40 years and carried them to the threshold of the promised land. They had not received yet a heart of understanding or a mind to understand. And so normally, friends, I pray at the end, but um, this idea of a mind that understands and eyes that see and ears that hear, this is talking about seeing the hand of God in their lives. And we want to see the hand of God in our lives. And so we'll pray about that um, uh, just for a moment now before we continue. So Lord, we pray that you would give us a mind that understands and eyes that see and ears that hear. Lord, give us understanding hearts that see and hear and and perceive your hand in our lives. Lord, show us your unseen hand working for us in our day-to-day lives. We ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name. So continuing with the text in verse 9, the Lord said, Carefully follow the terms of this covenant so that you may prosper in everything that you do. And so once again, obedience is a prerequisite for blessing that they would um, be obedient. The covenant is affirmed in various ways in the, in the next few verses. Once again, the Lord gives punishments for disobedience. They'll bring disaster on the land if um, they're disobedient. And all the curses that are written in the book will fall on the disobedient. They'll become a byword among the nations. And the whole land will become worthless, with nothing planted. And indeed, the promised land did ultimately become a barren wasteland. Some of you may have read uh, the writings of Mark Twain when he toured the Holy Land in the late 1800s and said it was nothing but an expansive barren waste. 
And so the, the punishments for disobedience indeed came on the land, and the nations around them saw that the Lord's fierce anger was poured out on them. And, uh, and the Jews are well aware that it was because of disobedience to the covenants of the Lord that they suffered uh, the judgments that are mentioned here and other judgments. This chapter ends with a, a verse that I want to drill down on just for a second and pray into. Verse 29 says this, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever, so that we may follow all the words of this law. And so the Lord has revealed things um, that were previously in secret to mankind and to us as individuals. Once something has been revealed to us, the Bible says in this verse that it belongs to us. In other words, we can apprehend it and, and incorporate it into our lives and into our relationship with God. Furthermore, the things that God reveals to us, we can pass on to our children. And so, Lord, we thank you that the secret things of the Lord our God are being revealed to us day after day as we study your word and pray and interact with you. Lord, help us to convey those things to our children, that they might convey them to their children and on and on forever. Lord, we want to follow the words of life that you lay down for mankind in the scriptures. We want to live according to your biblical principles and precepts. Help us, God, to do that and to convey these things to our children forever. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.